This is a pilot episode of Jetstreamers with the one, the only flighty broad. We're going to be flying from Cardiff, which is where I am, all the way to Amsterdam. Uh, but yeah, I'm joined by uh, Flighty Broad, uh, okay. who is a variety streamer from the United States of America. Um, welcome, Flighty. Welcome to the podcast. Is there anything you? Uh, is there anything related to Amsterdam that you, you know, you have in your heart? Um, well, <clears throat> I mean, obviously, I want to go there because it has the most museums per capita in the entire world. Is that true? It is. It is absolutely oh. true. Uh, I am a bit of a museum nut, so I really want to go there and get blasted and get super high and then go to all of the museums. That sounds brilliant. Okay, <laughs> so we're going to take off. Um, now, this should be fun. So I'm going to kick in. I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i got my uh, fancy uh, joystick here. Uh, just wait for the engines to properly kick in and then we will uh, take off. And as soon as we're at cruising altitude, I'll let the... Uh, AI driver take over. Sorry, the AI, the um, the autopilot or the co-pilot. Oh, and no, prostitutes. That's why I want to go there as well. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. So we're gonna hopefully get to the uh, get to the right speed before we reach the end of the tarmac. That would be hopefully that will be positive. But like says, I already love flighty. Excellent. Who doesn't? All right. We are up in the air. We've made it. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. There we I are. I never thought I could feel so free. Now I've got to kind of carefully... Oh, uh, boy. We're, we're kind of swinging there a little bit, we huh? Yeah, we're in tech. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope your, um, I hope your drinks are uh, finished. <laughs> Otherwise, they're going to be all over these controls. So um, we're just going to start off. I say I've never flown a plane before. I know nothing about aeroplanes. I just know um, Cardiff is in Wales and Amsterdam is in the Netherlands, and we're going to go from one to the other. So what? Okay. What more could you need? I have, <laughs> I have never been to either city before. Have you not? Oh, I, just, I thought you had done. I've been to Wales, but I have not been to Cardiff. Where in Wales did you go? I went to. Um, it's like right on the top border. I drove there from uh, Liverpool. Uh, you know. Oh yeah, I actually went to Wales for the very first time there as well, and it was by accident. Oh, we're getting oh. stall messages. That's not a good idea. Yeah, no, I went the wrong way. I ended up going to the Wirral or something. Where were you trying yeah. to go? Uh, Liverpool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my friend lived in the Wirral, and he was like, "Oh, you need to go and park where um, park near my house." I was like, "Okay," and the Wirral is very close to Wales. Um, and yeah, ended up uh, just quickly going to Wales, and they're like, "Nope, nope, don't want to go here." going to keep going okay I, I was there uh during the spring and uh, while i was driving on the highway there were so many sheep fucking each other it <laughs> Where? was ridiculous no people fucking sheep as as i understand is the stereotype so yes we can we can bust that myth right now brilliant <laughs> yeah <laughs> Great, we've got strange stereotypes right away. Sheep fucking <laughs> well, stereotypes. Well, don't worry, once we get to Amsterdam, I'm sure there's a few stereotypes we can uh, talk about there. Brilliant. Just sheep on sheep thing, yeah. Well, actually, well, the very first time I went to Wales properly, uh, it, when I wanted to go to Wales, I went um, by train and I fell asleep on the train and I woke up um, as we were going on the way to Cardiff and I woke up and looked out the window and it was a sheep. It was a field of sheep. So I was like, yep, that's that's Wales for you. 
But anyway, we're not here to talk about sheep sex. We are here to talk about the one, the only, my co-pilot, uh, that flighty broad. And I've got to say, we are, we are flying with flighty broad. I didn't even think about that until uh, until afterwards. Oh, that was that was like the, the. I thought that that was one of the reasons why you asked me to come along. <laughs> of course not. No, the be, the main reason is that uh, we all love flighty broad. So, flighty, let's start at the beginning. So. Why did you decide one day, we're going to talk to you about your streaming career, your gaming career, and your future, and your past, and your present, and all that. Okay, get invasive. So, yeah, we will. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to answer all these questions uh, by the time we get to Amsterdam. But first, why did you decide that you wanted to stream? Oh, man. Um, it, it's nothing really complicated. Um, I just, like, I saw that it was a thing. This was about maybe, like, six or six or seven years ago, I would say. I saw that it was a thing, and I was like... That looks fun. I could do that. I'm funny, right? I'm funny. Uh, so then I just like got all my equipment together, and uh, it was a very shoddy start um, because obviously there's you know there's good equipment and there's bad equipment as far as streaming goes, and who boy it was a rough start. Um, but you know I just kept kind of slowly upgrading, and here I am. You can almost see all of my pores with this camera. Uh, which, as I understand, is a hallmark of a very expensive uh, uh, webcam. Oh yeah, look how look how shiny my head is right now. I mean, it might be because I've been streaming for eight hours, but also yeah, it, <laughs> it, it is up it everything. Is, it is a beacon. Yeah, a beacon of hope. <laughs> but you you've been upgrading. You're always upgrading. You didn't you just recently upgrade? I just got a new CPU specifically so I could play Death Stranding on stream. <laughs> Brilliant. We're um, gonna come up. We're gonna come on to Death Stranding in a bit because uh, yeah, I've been absolutely loving watching you play that lately. Like I often quite have a few. I often have a few streams up on my uh, like up on my tabs and stuff. But there's usually like one that I'll hang out with. And lately, I've been really just yeah enjoying you playing Death Stranding. It's been but, so nice having you. Oh, I really enjoy it, and I love seeing other people play that game because yeah it's very special to me but first why do you enjoy streaming why do you enjoy streaming so much and oh, also in, this is the pilot episode so in the chat if any if for example the sound's a bit quiet or you need me to turn up somebody or turn down somebody or oh my god we are gonna crash as Delfron just said it's the co-pilot can I just say I, the co-pilot is fine the only problem is if I skip to another part of the journey for some reason the co-pilot just fucking sends the nose into the sea uh, every single time i do that if i've got the co-pilot turned on and i skip to another part of the journey i don't know what happens but the airplane just goes nose down um so we won't be doing that that's wonderful <laughs> yeah. But yeah so fly to um why do you enjoy why do you enjoy streaming what makes you click that button every day or whenever um, you're doing it i am uh i'm naturally kind of a performer I would say um, I I don't necessarily enjoy being the center of attention, but I do like when I am in that position, uh, I like being able to kind of, uh, you know, hold people's attention and then use that as a platform to like let people know what I'm all about or to teach them something. Or uh, in the case of when I was a burlesque performer, um, show them my titties. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> can't yeah. do that on Twitch. Yeah. I <laughs> can't do it. Now and you do teach people like some people come in, I've seen them in your chat and said some troll things. And normally I'm definitely someone who would do that. I just ban them. But you educate them and you've educated trolls before, haven't you? 
I have actually like converted trolls. Uh, yeah. Cause they'll particularly one friend, I won't call them out, but they came into my uh, stream talking about hentai and uh, like Andinus. They no, it wasn't Andy. <laughs> um, but uh, I just started like riffing with them and actually like talking with them about it, like with substance and knowledge. And they like, you know, we we had a lovely conversation with one another. And uh, they informed me later that they were just trying to like fluster me on stream and weren't expecting like a high quality conversation. Oh, um, that's wonderful! And they still stick around. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. You can educate them. Sometimes, if they want to be. Treating trolls with sincerity is the best tactic that I have. Because, um, you know, trolls are doing their thing for a reason. And, like, mm. they they usually are taken aback when you, like, respond to them sincerely instead of giving them the response that they're looking for. Um, they'll either just straight out leave or they'll be curious, I've found. So that's been a pretty good tactic so far, I would say. Nice. And um, why, yeah, what works for you? What kind of works for you in, in your streams? What have you, because you've been streaming for quite a while, right? When did you first start? I, I first started, um, my, my earliest clip that I have found when my sound was still shitty and I didn't have a webcam was from five years ago. Wow, longer than me. Yeah, so, and, you know, back then I was doing it very sporadically, like maybe once or twice a month, so... Uh, I, to make myself feel better, I like to like say, oh, I've been doing this for five years, but I actually like really started doing this about three years ago. Okay. Brilliant. And, um, what, so in that time, how long, like what has worked for you? What have you found like to be your, cause I don't know, for me, it's, took, it's taken me years and years to kind of just find my, find myself. I hate, I don't like using it cause it's very cliche, but like to find who I am as a streamer or to find a. Uh, yeah, to find out what my personality is on on Twitch. Mm -hmm. I say Twitter, yeah, on Twitch. So, what, what have you found works for you? Um, I suppose it depends on how you define uh, what works. Um, my my goal has been to create um, just like a community of like good people who feel safe and comfortable when they're in my community. Um, and the, the way that I achieved that was, uh, I, I didn't do anything out of the ordinary. I was just myself, um, which is absolutely not for everyone. Uh, and I, I have never had huge numbers, uh, as far as, uh, people watching me goes, but the people who always come back and the people who are always there are, um, they're, very steadfast supporters of mine. And I think it's because my personality, while it is not for everyone, it like really clicks for some people. Oh, brilliant. And it works. Yeah. Cause I've seen you play all sorts of games and uh, yeah, you, you don't really care when you, when you look for a game to play or whether you're, cause you don't always play games. What kind of, what do you look for? Oh boy. Uh, I, I love playing weird stuff. Uh, weird indie games is, uh, is one of my, uh, my loves, one of my lifelong loves. Um, before I played, uh, Death Stranding, I played a little game called Submerged. Um, it was not an action packed game. Uh, and it was not like mind blowing, but it was still, 
a satisfying experience. And that's kind of like what I'm looking for is to just like be able to share those weird, sometimes boring uh, experiences with people and just kind of discuss them with people who are watching them with me. And uh, that's usually that, that usually helps me uh, like banter when I'm on stream as I like just kind of observe the environment. And that usually like kind of coaxes conversation out of people. Yeah. And didn't you say that I remember you saying once that your knitting stream was one of your most active and fun streams. Was it knitting you were doing? I was actually, I, I was spinning yarn at the time. That was it. Uh, I, I had, it is still to this day, uh, I, I got the most numbers uh, of people just chilling and watching me. I think I had like 84 people in the chat. Wow. Um, <laughs> as you were spinning yarn. As I was spinning yarn and I had like a weird like... Um, what is it called? Like an auto-generated like piano song in the background. So I wouldn't get any like DMCA strikes or like get silenced yeah. by Twitch. Um, it was also uh, the first plug that I ever made for some, for a company that I really want to sponsor me. And that's actually one of my next goals is to try and make that happen. So you would like to be sponsored by a, uh... well, if I let goals, goals is a question later mm -hmm. on. So I'll let people, um, you know, if you know, you know. If not, just just wait until you find out what uh, company flight you would like to be sponsored by. Hey, uh, I see we have another spinner in the chat. We have plenty as a spinner. Also, um, Happy Hansen in the chat says, don't land at Filton. Wikipedia says they closed the airport in 2012. Okay, we'll be uh, landing there. Um, what have you... Like, how did you find streaming at the very start? So right at the very beginning, can you remember how like what you thought of streaming back then and like how it's different to now? Oh gosh. Um, I can't remember really. Uh, my, my first streaming endeavors I did with uh, my boyfriend of the time. Um, and really it was just like, at that time it was just like a way to hang out with him uh, and to like play games that we enjoyed together. Um, and that was really like, I wasn't really viewing streaming as like a thing outside of that. It was a very kind of like, I was doing it for me, but like if other people wanted to join, they could kind of situation, which made it different than like, just kind of like sitting on the couch and playing a game, for example. Okay. And, um, but now obviously it's uh, a much bigger, got a much bigger audience, but I do see your partners pop into chat as well. Yes. You still keep it, uh, keep it in the family. Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, I have two partners now and uh, they do Mr. Flighty. My husband typically uh, pops his head in most often because I live with him. And um, uh, he actually did that uh, not too long ago. He uh, popped in and uh, gifted me a switch and Animal Crossing. He just likes yeah. to be like a really good husband. He likes to show off on my stream. Oh. I wish mine would bring me uh, a new switch or uh, and, and things like that. Get on it, Dave. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have what have you learned so from what you've known now? From what you now know now about streaming, uh, it's a really cliche question. This, but if you had to go back and tell yourself something right at the very beginning that would have made your life easier or more chilled or more understanding, what would you have told yourself? I would have told myself. Um, Never, ever look at how many people are in your chat. Never. Just don't even start. Just don't worry about it. Only pay attention to the chat and, like, if anybody is talking to you. That's all you really need to worry about. Because uh, 
for myself personally, seeing those numbers stresses me out like inordinately, like they should not stress me out that much, but they just do. Um, so I think that would have made me a lot more relaxed at the beginning. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I was the same, although yeah, it it took a quite a while for me to, uh, learn to press that button to turn off the, to turn off the viewers. What do you, um, do you have any advice now for people that are starting out? Um, sorry. Oh, Jesus Christ. uh, Everything is the worst right now. Oh my God. I have an in-flight call. Oh no. Is it emergency? No, no, not at all. It was was spam. Um, uh, advice, advice that I would give a, a starting streamer. Um, this is very difficult advice to follow, but, um, literally only do it for yourself. Uh, if you do it for any other reason, you're going to get real tired of it real fast. Um, because progress is, is slow when it comes to streaming, unless you are like one of the, one of the very few people who got very popular very quickly, or like got a, you know, who like came in on the back of a game trend by accident or on purpose. Um, just, Hello. just, <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, or like, you know, people who like make friends with like famous bands in Norway or whatever, assholes like that. <laughs> oh, that didn't help. <laughs> I met a few people <laughs> through that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you think just, just do it because you want to do it. Not yeah. because you want to like be amazing. Yeah. Like start it, start it as a hobby, you know, like as a, and like, that's, that's the best way really to do any kind of large task is to just kind of start it as a hobby. Don't expect to get too deep in it, but do your best with it, with, with what you have, and then kind of decide from there if you want to continue forward with it. Yeah. Great. Now, how do you find it? How do you find streaming uh, as a member of the LGBTQIA plus community? Do you find that that's, that's uh, caused any issues for you? I don't, probably somebody has like come into my chat and like called me a butch or whatever. Um, but things like that are like, so background noise for me that I don't really notice. Yeah. Um, also like both of my partners are cis dudes right now. So it's being bi slash pansexual. That is like, uh, like red as hetero. So a lot of people don't really like, you know, that's not fuel for trolls. Yeah. So, you don't. yeah, I mean, I've got to say I'm very, very lucky. Um, I'm not sure, like, for me, I haven't had many, uh, had much abuse, but I know lots of people who have done. So I've been quite lucky in that case. But yeah. think, what maybe causes some people to troll you? Because you, you do get some trolls. What do you think it is that's causing that? Is it just someone bored or do you think they're picking on a specific... Uh, label you got on there. I mean, you know, being fat is like, you know, it's the, uh, the, the thing du jour that people like to make fun of me for, but I've been, I've been fat for so long that it's just like, you know, I don't, it doesn't bother me anymore. (laughs) It's like like (laughs) if somebody were making fun of me for having black hair, which I don't right now, obviously, but, um, ginger hair. Now that's something. I mean, pink is what it should be but you know 
pink. It's pink. It is pink. It's the colors of my my screen. Is it okay? I, I don't know. Like, because I'm I'm colorblind in my right eye, so oh. I don't know these things sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Bayleaf, who is fully colorblind, says, "Isn't that hair black?" <laughs> yeah, really, really colorblind. Um. Okay. Well, let's move on to like your gaming history and like all the games that you've played. Because how long have you been a gamer? Can you remember the first game you ever played? Kind of. Um, the first game, I I can't I couldn't even tell you what the name of it is. Um, when my uh, my dad was uh, a combat engineer in the army, so we moved around a lot. We got our very first desktop computer, I think, in like nineteen ninety, perhaps. Um, and he got a game. My dad got a game that was like a point and click fantasy adventure thing. Uh, and like, he would like, let me do the thing, you know, like I was five at the time. Like there was no way that I was able to like figure it out or like, you know, but I was able to like make the character move around on the screen, which to a five-year-old fucking blows your mind, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was the, the earliest memory that I have. Um, but when I was about, nine, 10 or so, uh, I got a PlayStation, uh, where I played games like Rayman, Tomb Raider, Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy seven. Uh, and that's what really got me like super deep into video games was like kind of story heavy. Um, you know, like Rayman, for example, really story heavy kind of, uh, like 3d games. I would have, yeah, I think Rayman was one of my first games I ever played. But also, I said that was like the first game I played myself, but my dad had uh, Windows 96 with Minesweeper and Solitaire. I had absolutely no idea. I would just click on everything and hope that, you know, that the, uh, the, (laughs) hope that the cars would move in a different direction. Uh, No, I really, um, yeah, that, that is back in the, back in the day, 90 point and click. Do you ever play any like Broken Sword, that kind of Uh, point and click thing now? I do not know what that is. Broken Broken Sword, all oh, this, the ultimate point and clip, uh, oh. point and click, <laughs> point and clip. No, what's um, what was the first console that you had? Have you ever been? Have you ever had a console? Because you've got the Switch now, but um, uh, the the first console that I ever I had, had yeah. was uh, a uh, Super Nintendo, uh, the the SNES, as as I believe y'all call it over there. SNES, um, yes, yes, the SNES. No, no, the only- the only difference, I think, was the Mega Drive because we had the Mega Drive, and you and in the US it was the Genesis, Genesis. the Sega Genesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, the The first game that I owned and played frequently there was a platformer called uh, Athena, um, uh, and you just played the goddess Athena. You got like different weapons, and you like beat up on you know mythical creatures. And I never got past like the first or second level because platformers. Uh, the, they just did not click with me at all. I didn't understand what to do or how to how to move forward. But I still had a lot of fun with it. So, yeah, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. I, I was like that. My very first one was um, I had a snares. Well, it wasn't mine. It was my sister. She lent it to me for a, a week. My older sister. She was visiting because she was staying with her mom. And yeah, she visited and uh, brought over a snares. And I remember uh, playing that. And I remember playing Zelda. Um, I can't remember which one it was on the snares, but I just remember going around, smashing the pots and cutting the grass and getting the gems and having no idea where I was going, but I was running around this world and I, I loved it. Yes. And obviously Mario Kart and my Mario Kart lovers. 
has gone on since. What, like, do you game off stream? That's a, a question I've got here. Like, do you ever play games when you're not streaming? Uh, that's, that's, yes, is the short answer. Um, so I have... I have a difficult time deciding what games I want to stream, what games I want to record and put on YouTube and what games I want to experience by myself as an individual, because there are some games that I feel are best consumed quietly and alone. Uh, For example, I have no intention of playing journey uh, online or recording it because I have been told repeatedly that it is best experienced by yourself. Um, yeah, I agree. And uh, so I, I do have problems with that uh, kind of picking and choosing from there. But I do have games that I play offline. Uh, I play a lot of Warframe. Warframe is kind of like my wind down game. There's a lot of grinding in that game, a lot of farming. So that's kind of my like switch off. Um, I've been playing through Shadow of the Tomb Raider after I'm done with streams lately. Uh, so basically it's like, you know, I play my stream game, then I have dinner, and then I play my relaxy game until yeah. it's time to go to bed. I've been doing that with um, Spirit Farer. I don't know if you have you heard of that. I have heard of that. Yeah, it looks really amazing. Yes, somebody uh, somebody suggested that it was where all the Animal Crossing villagers go to die once they've been evicted from your uh, island. <laughs> they go on a <laughs> boat to the Great Beyond. I want it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as someone who's just lost Spike to the Great Beyond, uh, I, I wish him well on his journey. <laughs> what future? What future games are you looking for? Uh, looking forward to in the future? Um, I. Oh wait, sorry, can I? Can I just skip? I've totally remember. I've gone and skipped past a bunch of questions here. Sure, yeah. this, is, this is why I'm so professional and we're doing this. Um, what game do you think in your life you've put the most game in, uh, most time into? Um, objectively, according to Steam, it's been Mass Effect Two. Wow. Uh, How many I hours? have. I think I have a couple thousand hours <laughs> into. Well, How do you even get that many? <laughs> you, I mean, there there are different like romance options if you 100 percent it. Uh, it takes a while, um, and there are just so many different paths that you can take, and the paths aren't necessarily different from, they're not that different from one another, but I was such a huge fangirl that I was just like, I I have to find out. I have to experience it for myself. And then there were a few flukes where, like, uh, I have my favorite romances for sure, and uh, like sometimes I just you know I'm I'm weak. I have to date Garrus. It, it's it's like there's no question. So sometimes when I set out to like start one romance, I just get like seduced by that weird lizard bird thing, and you know I have to finish. I've never played ways. Mass Effect two. I've never. I've got to admit, I've never played Mass Effect two. I played a bit of the first when it first came out and was like, cool and played a bit of it and enjoyed it. Uh, but I didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, there's no point in me playing Mass Effect 2. And I've tried to recently go back to Mass Effect 1, but the controls are just so dodgy like right now. Oh man, they're so bad. Like I really would love to do a full playthrough on stream, but God, the first Mass Effect's controls are just, they, and the, like the inventory management system is like, it, it is not ideal in any way shape or form uh so i really wish that they would do a remaster of it perhaps um or like but until then it's it's i don't i don't need that frustration in my life no 
<laughs> and even yeah because i remember i bought it and i played a little bit and then someone was like oh if you download this controller thing it like it'll give you some great support and you'll be able to use it well with a controller because apparently there's no there's no controller support on pc so you have to go and download something separately like a mod and i did that and i was like no this is terrible yeah and then someone said oh yeah it's really bad on xbox as well so like it doesn't make any difference really yeah oh. and i don't think i'd be able to put myself through 16 17 hours of it to uh to get to it but oh, yeah a remaster would be great even if it's just you know a little polish around the edges and improved control s- scheme yeah it seems like it's such a good story and yeah like the story like if you stick in there just long enough the story will make it all worth it but they like you have to be dedicated to it from the start and it is really difficult to get past that like first like couple of missions to find out what the story is all about so yeah. you know Everyone says, "Oh my God, Mass Effect! What a game!" Do you know? Just to upset even more people, so I said that I don't, I haven't played Mass Effect Two at all. I haven't played. I played the demo, I think, of Mass Effect Three because I'm sure that like a demo came out, um, and I played a bit of Mass Effect One. But I have completed Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, I um, haven't played that one yet. I have it, but I haven't played it yet. I, I don't want to cause you know make any enemies but i enjoyed it and i played it the i played it as soon as it came out as well so before they patched all the weird kind of drag queen makeup on all the characters because <laughs> <laughs> it was That's... literally like it looked like they told a straight man to go and like put makeup on all these women. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> a, that's a really common problem with Bioware games. Like you, you'll be making a character, the character designer, but the lighting will be like dim candlelight or something like that. And then you'll start the game and it's like, I do not remember putting orange blush on my character's face. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The, um, Final Fantasy 14 is like that. Cause everyone's like, when I was uh, I was changing my uh, the character's appearance on stream, and someone was like, "Whatever you do, make their lips really like brown. Don't make them red or pink or anything. Make them brown." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I think this is this looks fine anyway." And then came out, and I had this bright red lipstick in the light. I was like, "Well, okay, back I go. Pay another two thousand gil to uh, yeah. <laughs> to go and change my appearance again." <laughs> Luke Boogie also says in the chat, I, "Fun fact: I really enjoy Andromeda, and I will not be taking questions at this time." Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've been bullied into not liking them, uh, not liking Mass Effect. But I think the fact that I didn't play the original trilogy makes it so that there's not, to me, there's not a link there. Sure. And as a story on its own, it yeah. was it was totally fine. Yeah, that, um, that was one of the best yeah. parts of it, I think, is that uh, like it, all of your games don't have to appeal to the same audience. I, I think yeah. a lot of uh, gamers don't really have that connect, I, I feel. Mm. Uh, because they're the the first Mass Effect had so many problems uh, that they knew that they had to make adjustments in the second game, and it was a totally different game the second time around. Same thing with the third, and same thing with Andromeda, and that's just like a that's that's just how design works, you know. Yeah, they've all got their own little things. Yeah, Mass Effect three didn't they patch the ending because <laughs> it was so mm-hmm. people hated it so much. Yeah. yeah, you know when you when you spend a thousand hours with the same character and you're not happy with the ending, I guess that is the end of the world, perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I haven't got there. Maybe I think one day I will. I, I'm sure they'll mass they'll mass affect it. They'll remaster. They'll re remass affect it. Yes, um, I'm sure they will. And that's what, and I will 100 percent play because I love RPGs. I love space RPGs. I love good stories. It just ticks all the right boxes for me, but yeah, trying to play it. Ugh. Yeah, give us like the like the combat in Mass Effect Andromeda was great, so maybe they could just kind of bring that over or something. 
Mm, yeah. Static, by the way, says, I want you to dress as your Final Fantasy fourteen character. Static, have you seen my Final Fantasy fourteen character? Because unless you're a furry, then I don't know if you'd want me to dress as my Final Fantasy fourteen character. <laughs> Out on himself. Uh, have you ever done a cosplay? That wasn't one of the questions, but have you ever done a cosplay? Here we go, just a random question. Like, just, just off the top of my head. Have you ever done cosplay? And if not, or even if so, who would you like to cosplay? I have done cosplay before. Uh, I have cosplayed as the medic from... Uh... Team Fortress, or excuse me, Team Fortress 2. Um, I was walking around the uh, the con that I went to as a uh, cosplay medic. Uh, so I had like sewing kits with me and like hot glue guns. And uh, that was before cons. Sewing really- kit and a hot glue gun. That sounds like, uh, <laughs> I'd be terrified <laughs> if I if I'd, like uh, had a fall and someone came to me with those. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hot glue is great for closing up wounds until you get to the hospital. Yeah, and then they go, what happened here? It's going green. <laughs> we'll try and save it. Um, I, oh. did, I did do some very mild cosplay, kind of, when I played um, Hellblade, Senna was Sacrifice on Steam. I kind of, like, did my makeup and wore, like, a fur thing. Um, I, I wish that I could manage to see things without my glasses. I feel like that would have made it more authentic, but I just had to be a Viking with modern specs or else I would not have been able to get through that. What did you think of Hellblade? It's one of my favorite games of all time. So good. Um, yeah. If you if you go to my YouTube channel, uh, it is actually one of my top games of 2018. Yes. 2018? Yes. Was that um, when you played it or when it came out? No, I did not play it when it came out. Uh, none of the games in my best of 2018 video are actually from 2018. <laughs> I love um, your uh, top 10 video. Your top, I think it was top five video. I, and also they're always interesting games. Like every now and again, I'll get an, a, uh, an email from Steam saying, Echo is now on sale. And I was like, oh God, yeah, that's that game I saw Flighty review and I really enjoyed it. You have to play uh, that game. It's so good. Was, uh, pretty much every time I see yeah, you, your top five videos of the year or whatever, it's always games I've, well, half of them are games I'd never heard of or the ones that I hadn't really been interested in, but you managed to put like a really good argument. And I end up wanting to play them. Yeah, I have I have a way with words. Uh, that's that's one of the reasons why I like to review games, but I can only review games that I like uh, unless a game pisses me off so bad that it gives me something to say. Otherwise, it's, you know, I don't want to waste my energy on it. Before we ask, before I ask what game has pissed you off so much, um, Bailey makes a good point. How do we find you? Oh, we're just flying over Stansted Airport, by the way. If uh, anybody wants to know where we are on the, because I really, I should really maybe bring this up occasionally in the in there because I will be uploading this to all the uh, podcast areas. Um, so yeah, we are currently flying over Stansted Airport, which always surprises me just how far away from London it is, despite Stansted people thinking as being London. But yeah, we are already at Stansted. You know, we're approaching like halfway. When I visited the UK a handful of years ago, I was so surprised at how small it is over there. Oh yeah, we're cramped in. Um, I like I I took the train from basically one end of the of uh, England to the other, and it it took so little time. I was prepared to sit on a train well, for like lucky. twelve hours at a pop, but like you know, I was I was on the other end of the country by the end of the day. Must have been on a fast train line because yeah. <laughs> quite a lot of the time. Yeah, you'll it'll take me as long. Yeah, so when I lived in London, I used to go back up north to Doncaster, and that train would take an hour and a half. But it's also like an hour and a half to go from one small town to another small town. Mm. Um, so it, it definitely varies based on 
which area of the country you're going from. Also, like if you want to drive to North Wales, if you want to take the train to North Wales from South Wales, you have to go via England. <laughs> That's like how bad the train service is. In, oh. uh, it's not as bad as Ireland, though. Ireland's like think So if you put your hand to one side, it's like that. They're the train lines. Mm-hmm. So all the train lines go via Dublin, pretty much. I think they have added one or two since. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, yeah, if you, you want to go slightly north, you have to go all the way pretty much to Dublin and then go and take another train line from there back. It's a, it's a pain. But anyway, Flight, what is your YouTube channel? Uh, my YouTube channel uh, username is that flighty broad as well. There as well, like spelled correctly. <laughs> not like your Twitter. Yeah, no, the, not like my Twitter. Uh, the it, broad, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same as my Twitch. And um, uh, gosh, I, I'm currently working on a couple of uh, uh, gameplay videos. I have a series that I'm trying to get out called Handful of Horror. Hor- 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 horror. Horror. <laughs> Handful of horse. Handful of horse sounds like a really interesting. <laughs> I don't think you have to get away with that on YouTube. <laughs> Definitely not on Twitch. <laughs> um, I have to every. I think you can you can see it in my last handful of horror uh, video. I have a, I have a difficult time pronouncing it there too. <laughs> oh really? Uh, you need to get both websites, Handful of Horror and yeah, the other, to yeah. make sure people don't make any mistakes when they get that. That's the next La- Leisure Suite Larry game. Rudani yeah. makes says. Handful of Horror. <laughs> oh, brilliant. And so what game has angered you so much that you made a video about it? Um, uh, I didn't make a video about it, uh, but I had a lot to say about the game Republic. Um, which as I understand, it's very watchdogs like in that you are the person who's like hacking into cameras and like security systems and you're helping to guide someone else out of a high security area. Um, and there was just something about that game that just, it, it, it wasn't rewarding enough, I think. And that's why it made me so mad. Um, because okay. you went around to so many different areas and you had a really interesting premise. Like I love uh, dystopian sci-fi. Um, I love like learning about how that particular world got to where it was. And like uh, you kind of following that story, but they were giving me nothing at all. And it was, it, it was just a frustrating control system. And um, I was going to do a video on how um like that game had been ported over from a cell phone game and then they ported the port over to VR. No, no, no. I'm sorry. They, they ported the port over to PS4 and they were all the same game using like all the same code. Uh, and they were charging like $30 for the game each time. And that was, mm. that was frustrating for me to learn. And I kind of wanted to like, do research into that and i was like white hot about that whole thing but then like you know a flame that burns too bright burns itself out very quickly so i kind of like lost my momentum for that oh did you not did you not make it in the end because i feel that like uh yeah angry videos are the ones that get all the views yeah definitely um i i spoke to you a lot uh on click click play about um the stream coach phenomenon and how 
how angry that made me. And I did so much research to do a video for it. Um, and then I kind of sat back and I like wrote the script for it. Uh, it, it was a good like 100,000 word script. Like I was, wow. I was into it. But I kind of like stepped back and I looked at it and I was like, this is not productive. <laughs> this- 100,000 pound- yeah, 100, words of you going, fucking. <laughs> Basically. Uh, the, the good thing about that is that it helped me kind of like flex my research muscles. Um, I was able to like articulate why uh, in particular something bothered me, which is something that I have difficulty doing um, kind of on the regular. Um, so it was a really good exercise, but ultimately it didn't like bloom into a finalized project. Um, and that is uh, that is something I would urge like anybody else who does like video essays to kind of take into account. Um, there are a lot of really shitty, poorly formulated takes on YouTube. Excuse me. And uh, I think it's because a lot of people, when they do research, um, they have an idea. Uh, they're angry about something, for example, like I was. And then they like they do research uh, looking for confirmation bias, which is where okay. you're, you're specifically looking for research to back up your opinion rather than looking at all of the all of the research. Um, and like you have to keep in mind that like when you start doing research, you might disprove yourself while you do it. And you might either have to make a different thing or you just have to scrap the initial project. And it takes yeah. a lot of time to do stuff like that. So um, I guess the, the, the advice that I would give to anybody there and really in regards to any kind of creative endeavor uh, up to including streaming is that you should expect to have to start over from scratch at least once, just kind of get that expectation in your mind because then it will be less frustrating when you do have to start over from scratch. You'll have you'll be like, okay, I got I got it done. I got the I got the false start. Let's let's do the real thing now. Is it a false start per video or just when you're of a video in general in it, your career? It really can be uh, on a on a video to video basis. Um, the the 2018 uh, top three video is what I made. Started as a top 10 video, but then all of the segments that I filmed got corrupted. Uh, that was about 80 hours of work and frustration down the drain. Uh, so you got lots of pictures behind you. Are they hiding holes in the wall? <laughs> From you punching that wall. Oh, back here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look so confused. Then. Like, yeah. Have you got the. Do you lift every time you lift a, a picture up? There's just a hole in the wall from because yeah. I, oh, yeah. I would have broken things if I'd wasted eighty hours of my time. I definitely like there. There is a lot of like this going on for like an hour. Oh no! Like um, I don't typically oh. I don't typically get very like visibly angry. Uh, despite certain people trying to provoke that out of me, uh, as I recall. Uh, a certain someone gifted me Outlast 2, expecting me to be very upset about it on stream, uh, and then got annoyed with me when I finished it in a short amount of time <laughs> and actually enjoyed it. <laughs> wow. I, I, love to, I, I really like the premise of that, like being about a cult. I know I find cults quite interesting because we, 
we don't really have them over here, but like in the US, it's always there's always stories, you know, about the uh, the various like cults and groups, and we have so uh, many cults over here. Like now that you say yeah. that out loud, like it's fucking ridiculous. And that's why we find it kind of very interesting here when that happens to like an outlast that's like set inside a cult and stuff. I find that really, uh, really interesting. And yeah, by the way, we're just flying uh, over. We're about to get to the coast of England. We're about to leave England. Oh. Or Bingland, Bengland, Bengland. <laughs> we don't want to be uh, exiting my glands. <laughs> As I understand, you don't have to have that checked out until you're 50. So no, and the, isn't it? Yeah, they they just yeah they just let it all out, and then you go, you know that's it, that's done. You don't yeah, need to be uh, you don't need it regularly. <laughs> I mean, you can pay somebody <laughs> to take care of it for you, but yeah, there are. He's got five more years. Says, so how dare you? Um, <laughs> So you said you put the most game into Mass Effect 2. What about Warframe? Because I know you play a lot of Warframe, or you used to anyway. Do you still I, play that? I, I do still play Warframe. Um, I kind of, uh, because of the uh, COVID epidemic going on, uh, I very much like a bunch of other people have been looking for escapes from reality because uh, reality sucks, especially here in the U.S. for a multitude of reasons. Um, <laughs> so Warframe was very much like... I. Cl- I clung clung is the word i think i'm looking for is correct yeah. clung, I, I clung to warframe very very tightly um clang clang clung i think that's the phrase yeah, yeah clang yeah. i clang to uh, warframe <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh i uh oh shit see this is already this is already getting to me that's no, right i'm just I just admired the fact that Bayleaf, I think, got his first ban in the chat. He banned somebody for the first time. Congratulations, Bayleaf. Congratulations. Yeah. <clears throat> well, like getting a first ban as a mod is just because you, um, another disclosure here, uh, Flighty is also a mod here. Isn't it wonderful when you ban somebody? Oh my God. It feels so just the first time even is just like you're holding that hammer above everybody's head. It's like a game of whack-a-mole. <laughs> and then finally you get it the one day and it's just, yeah. oh, it's so good. It's a rush. Bailey <laughs> says, get out of bed. No, I didn't mean like, oh, it's his first time he's done it. He does, a, I gotta say, Bayleaf does so much behind the scenes. Like he prepares uh, scenes and stuff for me. And I totally forgotten that my uh, <laughs> my alerts are still on. I told you I would forget. Uh, I told the chat I would uh, forget about it. But uh, yeah, thank you very much for the follow. Um, I think that's correct. Yeah. Um, no, he does a lot behind the scenes. Uh, also kind of is someone great to talk to about stuff that, uh, you know, if I just, you know, is this going to be, is this good? Do you think this is bad? I'll talk to him about that. So he, I'm not saying it. <laughs> I'm not saying it like that. Yeah. Overlay. You know, the overlay was gone because I was uh, lifting up the OBS. I said, this is a pilot episode. This is not meant to be perfect. We'll hopefully have flighty again over when we're flying over the US. Then um, wouldn't every episode be a pilot episode? That's the, that would yeah, yeah. For that, <laughs> well, I'm not doing much piloting. I'm just sitting back here and chatting to you. Um, so, flighty, 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 broad. What would you say are your top three games of all time? Of all time, oh my! Of God. all time, I sent you the um, the the list of questions. It was on there. I don't know if you uh, 
I actually, I, when I, when I sat down today at, at three o'clock here, I was like, okay, I have an hour. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write down my answers to these questions so I can be super prepared. And then I saw your message and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I sent Ply to your message saying, hey, are, you, are we ready? Like, oh, we got an hour. Uh, I was like, damn it. I just finished the game, unfortunately. Like, oh man, I'm on top of it today. Woo. And then no, I absolutely was not. <laughs> That's fine. But Chris Caution, hello to you. He says, uh, where are we flying to? We are flying from Cardiff to Amsterdam. We've just, uh, flown over. Um, let's see if I can. I think if I press this button, we can see. Yeah, I've just we're just leaving the UK and we're now heading in the uh, direction of Amsterdam. We can smell it already. Mm. We're, gonna be, we're flying, we're going to be landing and then flying again. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what would you say are your top three? Let's go in third place. Third place. It's really on the spot. You're going to forget like a really popular game that you like, aren't you? Honestly, this. it changes so often. Like I, I have like a, a list in my Google Docs um, that is like all of the games that I have played that are notable to me. Mm-hmm. And then I try to rank them. Um, and uh, the, the, they change so often because I change so often. Um but definitely, let me see. Alien Isolation oh. uh, was absolutely wonderful. I am a huge Alien fan girl. My first crush, speaking of LGBTQIA+, uh, was Ellen Ripley, uh, Sigourney Weaver from Alien. Because, uh, oh my God, she's such a badass. And like Alien Isolation was like playing through an alien movie. You were very much in an alien movie and that was just a wonderful experience for me. Oh, that sounds amazing. Although, did you hear about uh, Alien Isolation? No. So I um, I promised that 6666 followers I would play a horror game. Yeah. And the horror game was Alien Isolation. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> I lasted two hours and was like, fuck this. Oh, and, uh, it, the story is so good. And you know, what's funny about alien isolation. Sorry. There is a survival mode that a lot of people do not know is there because by the end of the campaign, people are like, no, I'm done. I don't care. <laughs> I yeah. did the thing no more. But the, the, the survival mode is actually a lot of fun. Uh, if I mean, I, I'm a big hor- horror fan i'm yeah. a big horror fan horror um, horror <laughs> without the h horror <laughs> um, scary movie scary game fan <laughs> uh, yes absolutely i i like to consider myself to be a amateur scholar of of the horror genre um mm. I, I watch and i like study legitimately study horror um so that was definitely i don't i don't know if i would put that as number three but it's definitely up on that list for sure scared the shit out of me that game did um, i was absolutely terrified and i didn't even i was terrified before i even got to the alien and then i had i stupidly made the um I, I stupidly said okay this game's scary i need to get through it quickly um feel free to backseat in the chat and they did backseat obviously which i asked for but they also were like oh my god you're fucking you are useless at this you are terrible why are so i was like okay i know i'm bad at this but you're not making it any better i'm just getting even more anxious and more stressed yeah um but i think i will oh my god the dog's farted <laughs> hmm. uh, <laughs> oh i don't even know where he is but i get that's the uh, odor at right Atticus. now <laughs> but i like i in i would have probably 
gone through it but then so um in the chat uh money does stuff and um canadian book girl uh donated so i could download and buy um resident evil 3 remake and i played resident evil 3 remake I've, i'm gonna finish it at halloween because that game and i don't like horror games but that game is so much fun oh now he's at the door obviously trying to ruin this uh podcast i'll take any basket you you farted. You're not leaving. You're 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 going to oh. sit in your smell. You you are not. <laughs> you are. You're going to own that smell. You can't fart and then go. Now he's at the door going. Can, can I get out now? It stinks in here. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Static says always blaming the dog. I'm not. <laughs> get in your basket. In your basket. Get in. Get get. Oh. I have get in, in my basket over here too, but y'all can't see him, Mister Land. Oh. Get in there. Don't you look at me like that. Oh, <laughs> dear me. I'm going to go. I'm going to have to let him out. I'll have to, uh, yeah, let him out of the plane. Um, Flash, <laughs> what would you say is your, uh, but have you played Resident Evil 2 or 3 remake? Uh, no, I haven't. I really want to. Oh, uh, especially, 2 is brilliant. Is it really? I, it's phenomenal. And I hate horror games. So for me to say a, a horror game is phenomenal, it has to like blow me out of the park I, for I, me to enjoy it. Did you enjoy uh, 7 too, I think? I love seven as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I lo- I loved seven. I think two remake is maybe more fun for everybody because like the third person perspective is great. Whereas Resident Evil Seven, I lo- one of the reasons why I absolutely loved uh, Resident even <laughs> Resident Evil Seven is that I played it in VR, and that was like a, a completely new experience, right. like a, a totally gaming, like a a totally different gaming experience, like playing on Switch. You know, having something that can be on the TV and handheld, or or the move from a two D game like a SNES or a Oh, he's sat the door now. Or a SNES or, a, you know, these type of things to a 3D polygon game, you know, like the N- Nintendo 64 and PlayStation 1. It, it's that much of, an, of a different and surreal experience that kind of made it that much better for me. Sure. But yeah, Resident Evil 2 is just phenomenal. And it's also 60 FPS on the base PS4, which... Oh, shit. I appreciate any game that uh, will go for frame rate. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but yeah, so what would you say is your... Um, but yeah, Resident Evil 2 and th- 3, definitely wait for a sale because it's very short. Um, and one, wait, tell you what, one second, let me just go and let the rat out. Okay. Does anybody else have any questions? Literally any question you have. It can be lewd, it can be... Oh, never mind. It's a long, uh, it's a long drop into the North Sea, but after has gone for a walk. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that you were going to like parachute out, like take him to like a park or something. Oh no, I can see him, I can see him. There we go. Oh, yep, there we go. <laughs> There we are, right into the sea. What will be your second? Because we've only got ninety-one uh, nautical miles. We started off at three hundred and sixteen, so we're uh, we are. I hope I get to join. I hope you get to join me on quite a long trip because I feel yeah. like we've got we've got loads to talk about. Yeah, in the future. Sure. Um, yeah, just let me know. Let me know when you and we'll do the top twenty games. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll kill some time. Jesus right. Yeah. <laughs> Fly these 20 uh are we gonna circle amsterdam no because we'll end up in in the canal in amsterdam so we're definitely not doing that uh, there, we'll just go straight to the airport there are i looked this up the other day i think there's over like a thousand kilometers of canal like because they wind around each other and there's also wow. uh the the poles that hold up i think there's maybe like ten thousand poles that hold the city up over the canal Wow. So I love that some, somebody was like, one of the questions in a pub quiz once was like, what's uh, the largest man-made structure on earth? And someone said, I'm, uh, someone said the Netherlands. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, damn. Um, so what would you say is your second favorite game of all time? Second favorite game. Um, oh, man. Death Stranding sure is. Like, like I know I'm playing it right now, and I know I'm not done with it yet. But the premise of the game is wonderful. The execution of the game is perfect. It hits all of the, like, the perfect weird notes for me. Like, the, the fact that you are basically a mailman... Uh, and you like hit the mundanity of like carrying packages back and forth and you just have like monsters like thrown in there and you look utterly ridiculous while you're doing it, but it all still makes such good sense. Mm. Um, and we were actually talking about this last night while I was on my way to mountain, Knot city. Um, there are parts of the landscape in that game uh, like, obviously, you have these beautiful natural vistas uh, that were inspired by Iceland. Um, but every now and again, you come across these, like, kind of elephant graveyards of, like, the bones of buildings, uh, man-made oh, yeah. structures that were destroyed in the apocalypse, basically. And they're stark and they're beautiful and they have like these supernatural tendrils like hanging off of them and it doesn't give you enough information to tell you what the building was why it was there but the silhouette of it against the landscape like Mm. it's it's just so interesting the way they kind of silently build the story for you uh underneath the crazy ass kojima storyline yeah I, 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 I love that game. That was my game of the year last year. Um, <clears throat> 100% my game of the year. I love it. There are people who hate it and I understand it's not for everybody. It's also bizarrely kind of like during lockdown, the people that were the most important people were the ones that were delivering food and stuff. Cause you couldn't really, you could go to the supermarket, but right. a lot of people got food delivered. I actually discovered Deliveroo thanks to that. And that's why I have wine tonight. Uh, I got someone literally came about an hour ago with, uh, to, well, two hours ago with uh, a bottle of wine for me. So that is literally like why I have some wine tonight because I've discovered that through that. But like, yeah, people get post-apocalyptic. You can't leave your house. You're stuck. And then there's this one person going and delivering packages. I mean, that's it's completely. Yeah. It's, it's so <laughs> apropos of our, of our situation. And it does, it does kind of uh, give me the kind of freedom because you are essentially the most powerful person in the world as uh, I keep calling him Norman Reedus, but that's not his name in the game. Sam Porter Bridges, Norman Reedus. Sam Porter Bridges. Uh, keep on, keep it on. You, you, you are essentially the most powerful person in the world, but you are still not that powerful compared to the, mm. the things. Like you can still die by falling off the side of a mountain very foolishly, as I have definitely not done eight times nope. so far. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep on keeping on. It's just, ah, uh, yeah, no, that game is brilliant. The music, I feel, is perfect. Yes, like they just because you go on an epic. That's one of the reasons why I loved playing the main story. Because when when I was going on this an epic journey, I knew that every now and again I would, um, yeah, I would encounter just an amazing story. Have you been the? Yeah, you love being. So you've been to Mountain Art City, which is right up at the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. That must have taken. I like when I got there. I remember. I remember Jordan once, so uh, the co-host of the Click Click Play podcast, which is one that I did before. It's now dead. Um, but he told me, he was like, oh, you see that mountain up there? You're going to go up there. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, you're going to go up there, up that mountain. And then 
as I played the game more and more and I eventually got around the other side of the mountain and then you had to make your way up and stuff and I got there and then this music was kicking in. It just, it blew me away. But it is, de- like I say, it's not for everybody, is it? But it's definitely a game that's just so chilled and laid back and you can play it. And there are definitely moments that are really tense, but there's also all that time where it's just kind of repetitive. Like you're holding down the shoulder buttons or if you're using mouse and keyboard, you're not. Although you played a mouse and keyboard, didn't you? How are you able to relax so much with that? Because I love the controller where I was just like holding some buttons and I was just moving at a steady pace. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I I tried with the um, with the uh, Xbox controller that I have on my PC. Um, it it turns my brain off just a little too much, and that is how I fall off the sides of mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's why I like the the keyboard and mouse provides a little bit more a um, little bit more of a tactical t- t- tactile experience also tactical I suppose um, but it like you know and I also have a better sense of the momentum momentum is your worst enemy in that game like you okay mm. there are monsters there's like terrorists or whatever but momentum is what really will kill you in that game if you're <laughs> if you're if you have you know. 10 kilos of something on your back, even if it's just that little, like you're running down a hill. If Mm -hmm. you want to stop before that sheer cliff at the end of that hill, you need to like start putting on the brakes about halfway down that hill or you will go flying. Yeah. And I I just find it so relaxing. Have you, you'll have unlocked a um, a zip line, won't you? Mm. I don't know if I've ever told, I've told Pony and I'm not going to show it until you've both finished, although it's not any spoilers, but you know, the first map, I, I positioned zip lines in such a perfect area that I can go every anywhere in the whole map without touching the ground. Oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> and I, that's one way to get the platinum. Let's just say you can yeah. if you can whiz around the entire map there and getting five star deliveries every single time on hard mode because you're not even going past any of the bosses. Um, well, you are going just straight past them <laughs> in the air. Then it's um, it's brilliant. That's it's wonderful. something that I didn't even touch till afterwards as well. Yeah, I've been trying. So, what would you? Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. You go ahead. Oh, I, I, uh, I've been trying to set up as many zip lines as possible, especially to go to the annoying areas, uh, and like, <laughs> I'm not real good at planning that stuff. So I'll have like you know two <laughs> zip lines, maybe like ten meters apart, because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting the hang of it. So. And it's later on when you don't have enough bandwidth that you're like, oh shit, I'm gonna have to yeah. redo all of these. What would you say then is your favorite game of all time? My favorite game of all time. Um, you'll have to forgive me uh, for not being able to remember right away. That's fine. You enjoy that, Bourbon. Favorite game of all time. Uh, this technically is three games, but the Dishonored series, I think, is my favorite mm. of all time. Uh, I enjoy watching you play that stealthily. Dis- Dishonored, yeah, stealthily. <laughs> I tried, <laughs> I tried real hard. <laughs> Dishonored, Dishonored Two, and Death of the Outsider were all really wonderful games. Um, they had just—it's like running around in an oil painting. There were so many different ways that you could like find your way around the environments. Sorry, that's my cat coughing. Um, oh, maybe. <laughs> and then a dog farting. Um, uh, 
it was especially fun going through environments the first time because uh, I would get, you know, I would finish the objective and then I would like try to find my way out. And then I would see like three different ways that I could have done it instead of the way that I did before. Um, and I thought mm-hmm. that that was, re- that's excellent, excellent uh, environment design. And it took a lot of planning and forethought. Um, there are amazing characters that you get to meet and the, the way that they tell the story about the world around you is uh, the, the subtlety of it uh, is just so impressive um, because I mean, you can, you can whiz through those games easily and still have a good time. But if you take your time to like look at the items in the world, to look at the paintings on the walls, to kind of like observe the architecture and stuff, um, a lot of really deliberate choices were made. Uh, and it's just, I, I love it when games uh, and their designers like really like show that they know their stuff when they do stuff like that. That's what I really appreciate about your, your streams. What I really like about your stream is you don't rush through. You don't care about, you know, whizzing through it to, you know, so people will be, you know, people who are just watching in the chat can be like, you know, they're not going to fall asleep or they're not going to, uh, you know, find something a bit boring. You're like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy this game. I'm going to, I paid $60 for it, whatever. I'm going to be enjoying and, and I want to take in everything from that world. Uh, which is, have you ever played The Witcher 3? I haven't. I have it installed and I'm trying. You're going to take like a thousand hours playing that game, I swear. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to decide if I want to play that on stream or not because as I understand, I've got hundreds of hours ahead of me if I do that. Do we Also, there's a, there's going to be a diff, like an upgraded version or something coming out later in the year that's going to be available for PC as well and it's going to also have a free upgrade. Oh, shit. Okay, <laughs> so I would hold off on that. I'll put, I'll put it on Phenomenal, but they have like books and stuff that you can pick up and read in there. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. But that's what I loved about Death Strand when you were playing Death Stranding, like you were reading all the emails and you were like going through all of the extra stuff. And and that's what I did as well when I loved when I played it because I love that world so much. And like, so if I if I were to play Dishonored, because now like Bayleaf in the chat is just beside himself with with Dishonored <laughs> talk as well, <laughs> and it's kind of making me think. Because I've got all the Dishonored games. I bought them on PlayStation because there was a special sale on and there's the Definitive Edition out and Dishonored 2. And I think, is there a third one? No, it's just Dishonored 2 that was quite recent that came out. Uh, Death of the Outsider. I thought that it was a uh, like a DLC for Dishonored 2, but it's actually like its whole own game. Hmm. Barely said, but Ben, it's a stealth game. I, I hear that it's initially a stealth game until it becomes not a stealth game i've seen flighty play dishonored before i mean like yeah like and john john i can i'm pretty sure i can try i tried really hard but uh yeah no like that was me playing metal gear solid 5 it was very very it was not punishing when you broke stealth in that in that game i would be running and there'd be 10 people shooting at me and i somehow wouldn't die (laughs) (laughs) oh what um so Going to the final bits of games that we're talking about. Um, we know one of the questions was what game are you playing now? We know. Death Stranding. What future games are you looking forward to? Like we've we've missed, unfortunately, we have missed the, oh, we should, I should have said like, yeah, you have an extra hour and we can watch this uh, together on stream. But um, the Ubisoft press conference or the Ubisoft thing was going on right now. Um, you know, believe accusers, screw Ives Guillemot and all that, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, very scummy thing they did today. Um, so they addressed some more abuse and all this stuff, but they released it as a four minute video on Twitter, like an hour or two before this Ubisoft press conference. (sighs) 
So just so that it would get hidden and people wouldn't notice it. Uh, but yeah, uh, fuck Ubisoft. Yeah. Uh, I do like Ubisoft games though, which is so annoying. <laughs> what future games are you looking forward to playing and streaming? Um, speaking of Ubisoft, I uh, with with my CPU, I got a free code for uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Valhalla. Um, yes. So I'm I'm curious about that one. I don't know if I'm excited about it per se, but get your Viking shawl out from Hellblade. Yeah, get that back out. Yeah, yeah. Like I and like the you know the the white half of my family is largely Norwegian, so like you know that's that that is particularly interesting to me. Um, mm. But I am looking forward to playing Control on stream and. Uh, what so good that game uh horizon zero dawn i'm looking forward to playing on stream as well if you like get like you were talking about death stranding how you can see like the results of a civilization and and it gone past it and you can just see where things have been horizon zero dawn's got it everywhere oh, yeah you'll 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 like that I, th- I think i would definitely wait a little bit with horizon zero dawn because i hear that the pc port's a bit dodgy and crashes and various things okay, okay. but hopefully they'll uh, get some fix that but I, yeah i think you'll love control what about, um, what was your game of the year so far? Would you say it was Death Stranding then from what you've played? Definitely Death Stranding so far. Um, I I am never really on top of like, I'm not on the bleeding edge of gaming uh, like like you are, Ben. Um, <laughs> I, I, do tend to, I do tend to wait uh, because I do know that like, you know, patches and uh, I, I do like to like, like other people can be the guinea pigs for games and then I can kind of like, you know, yeah. swoop in there. And that's, that's probably another reason why I don't get too many viewers because like, I, I will wait eight months to play a game. And like, I put, some people like that. Like they, they, I've had it where I've played, for example, I played until dawn last Christmas and people tuned in because they'd already seen it and they wanted to see like how I played it. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Have you played until dawn actually? I, ha- I think it's only PlayStation. I haven't. I I'm fam- I'm a little familiar with the premise and uh, I do know that uh, there I I have some uh favorite actors who are actually like mocapped into that game. Yeah. Uh so that You'd like that I think. Yeah, that's that's very exciting for me and it's it, I hear that it's like a choose your own adventure game. It's yeah, you definitely, I don't know if it's choose your own, well, it kind of, yeah, because you have to make decisions and then bet those decisions will either, yeah, you, you could end up with some people dead or not dead. Okay, okay. I played that game and I got nearly everybody through alive and then the final like five minutes, about half the people died. <laughs> I was like, damn it, I, got, I was doing so well. <laughs> that's oh. classic Ben shit right there. <laughs> right at the end, it's like, okay, you've got to make these 10 decisions and I'm pretty sure I picked the wrong decision on like nine out of 10 of those wrong, of those decisions. <laughs> So I run, yeah, run. Okay, a beam of uh, a beam fell down and killed him. Okay, right. Um, <laughs> what about the next one? Yeah, no. Do I shoot the gun? Yeah, shoot the gun. Oh no, somebody thought you were about to kill them, and now they've killed you. Okay, oh, great. Oh. Yeah. So it's just <laughs> death after death after death. Now, do you have any? What are your streaming plans for the future? We are current, currently uh, fewer than twenty nautical miles from Shiphol. It'll take a little while for me to uh, eventually. You know, it, it looks like we're very, very close, but trust me, uh, once I'm bouncing down the runway and all that stuff, it's, it'll take a while before I'm uh, <laughs> pogoing like a kangaroo down the runway. <laughs> uh, every year around this time, I am invited to participate in a local art show uh, called the Tiny Art Show. And it is, uh, it's basically a group of uh, local artists who make uh, 
tiny pieces of art that are priced uh, lower than $100. It's basically like a holiday market thing for original art. Um, so, uh, this month and next month I will be, uh, when I'm not playing Death Stranding, I will be working on uh, a bunch of dirty embroidery pieces on, on stream, uh, lots of filthy words. Uh, I'm thinking of maybe branching into a a detailed and graphic anatomy this year. Mm. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. And I also, my friend does that. She does little felt vaginas and badges. (laughs) Um, and I, uh, my, my birthday is coming up next month and I would like to do some kind of charity drive, uh, on stream for that. Uh, so I'm still kind of ironing out the kinks there and trying to figure out how I'm going to like advertise for that. Um, so, you know, follow me on Twitter and keep an eye out and stuff. Yeah. Well, that flighty broad, but without the A. That that flighty broad. Like, were you were you working on the embroidery stuff yesterday uh, when I was watching you? You were making. What was the phrase you came up with? Fuck around and find out. Are you? Fuck around and find out. Yes, that was it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's that's the theme of flighty stream. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. Yeah. You want to know? You want to know what the game's about? Fuck around and find out. Around the scientific method. You know, fuck around, find out. It is. (laughs) What are your like stream? Like your streaming plan? What are your goals when it comes to? Like, are you hitting your goals, what you want from Twitch? Uh, you know, I would like to get uh, more viewers so I can get a bit more of a platform because there are um, there are causes that I like to stand for. Um, there is, I, I am a uh, sex worker. I like to stand for sex workers' rights. I'm pro-union, pro-workers' rights. Uh, I'm pro, you know, sex education. Uh, so there are things like that that I would like to kind of like spread out into the world a little bit better. Um, so that's one of my goals is to, you know, try and attract more viewers. And uh, also on the topic, uh, one of my biggest goals uh, that I'm going to try to actively work towards this year is to get a sponsorship from my favorite in a lube maker, Boy Butter. Boy Butter. When you want to butter your partner's buns. Go for boy butter. <laughs> boy butter. <laughs> I have a. You will get that sponsorship, I'm sure. And you know what? They don't even have to pay me. They don't have to send me any like samples. I just want to be able to tell people, yeah, they're my sponsor. And when they ask them on Twitter, they'll be like, yeah, we're their, we're her sponsor. And like, that's all I want. That's all. Do I they want. have an official? Um, <laughs> do they have an official Twitter account? They do. Yes. And I actually, oh. I, I tweeted at them uh, saying, you know, if you're looking for a sex positive streamer person to sponsor, you know, hit me up. And they like, like that tweet. So um, if you do tweet that again, we will happily, uh, you know, encourage that and join. Yeah. We will retweet it and reply and like, Oh my God, you'll be a perfect person. Oh shit. Yeah. That would be yeah. wonderful. Let's, this is, this is a, a, uh, a group project that I would like to get going. It's not just me. It's not about me. It was never about me. <laughs> yeah, we will do it. Also, I'm, uh, I'm getting to the pattern entry. I'm not entirely sure. I think I feel like my, uh, oh, 988 feet. I think I'm a little bit, uh, oh yeah, I'm okay. Decent altitude. Um, yeah, there's my pattern entry. I'm not sure exactly where I'm meant to be going. Also, my computer is going a bit haywire. So this will be interesting. Uh, <laughs> are you doing this manually now? I'm doing this manually. Yeah. And it's causing my computer to go oh. a little bit, uh, oh. not to, to enjoy itself. 
We'll I think I meant to land down on this runway. Should we just go for this random one? Oh, which runway is it? Yeah, I mean, Prepare to land. A des- there's perfectly good highways right there. Yeah, I'll just land on whatever. <laughs> I <don't- laughs> I'm definitely lowering the um, the graphical stuff now. Oh, God, we finished. I'm glad. Oh, wait, I've still got my drink. Wait a minute. Just as I get <laughs> to land. Wherever. <laughs> They'll never catch us. They'll never catch us alive. Oh crap! I'm going to be yeah, down too fast. Not though. land where we don't want. Yeah, uh, where am I meant to land? I'm not sure. Uh, I could put like the AI on, but no. Where's the fun in that? So this this is going to be a a regular thing as well. I think pick a green strip there wider. <laughs> no, I'm not picking the green. Strip. <laughs> All right, I'm parachuting out. Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Stall. Okay, we're stalling. That's great. Stall. Oh, that's a very small runway. I don't I don't want to go for that one. I don't want to end up in a canal. If I end up in a canal, I mean, that would be very Dutch of me, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> it would, it would, you know, be some really nice symmetry going on there. It would. I'm pretty sure, like, it's one of those games where you just pick a runway. I'm pretty sure um, that's what you're meant to do in, when you're flying an airplane, is just, like, pick a runway to land on. In, in real life I've got my, as well, yes. Yeah. Just pick it. I accidentally pressed a button. I have no idea. And I'm getting messages that I'm stalling now. Wonderful. Um, what's that over there? I don't think that's where I'm meant to land. Okay, well, we're going down. Look at this beautiful countryside. Brace, brace, oh, brace. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm off. Love landing in my neighbor's garden, yeah. Right, okay, we're going to runway two. Where's that one, then? Uh, oh, dear. Oh, dear, we're stalling a little. I don't think I'm meant to be doing that. Uh, let's go and put the speed up a bit. Oh, dear. Oh, oh Actually, no, we, we're, getting, we're getting to a runway. There's a runway there. Oh, That'll do. Oh, hey, look God. at this. <laughs> look at this. This is working. This is exactly how you meant to land the plane. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Hey. Oh, I did it. Oh, I did it. I think where's the where's the button to stop? Where's the brake button? <laughs> Isn't there a brake button here? Oh, there it is. Uh, okay. Oh. You're on the target. We made it. Yeah, I went for the green part. The green part's been much better. Asphalt. There we go. We made it. We made it. <laughs> Hey, look at that. We landed. Oh, no, that's going off to the left now for some reason. I'm pressing the button. I think that's the brake button. I, Maybe it's not. I do believe the kids call that a trick landing. I do. Yeah. Not not a bad landing, a trick landing. Trick. Get <laughs> you landed there. sideways, like, yeah. Yeah, get, get down I there just on just the one wheel. I don't know why I'm veering off to the left. I think that's because I'm not meant to ah. land there. Well, that worked. There we go. We've got Atty here as well to, uh, to reduce the throttle. There we go. Mm-hmm. All right, just cross here. We don't mind. Oh dear, what happened there? Okay. Uh, oh, oh, oh. I don't know why it's doing this. It won't stop. <laughs> Let's put the uh, AI on. It's not stopping for some reason. Great. Uh, <laughs> AI can be in control now. Well, Boat. we made. Oh dear, there's a car. Uh, uh, <laughs> there's a car. Uh, <laughs> there we are. Oh, I think that. I think that worked well. I think that and. I think, yeah. There were no I just landed on the Zvandenbergarn, apparently, whatever that is. Oh, I've never seen a more precise visual representation of how Benax. It's <laughs> 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 like, that'll do. That'll do. No just physically impossible. Casualties, I think that's a win. I think so, yeah. Going in sideways, landing yeah, on its side. Uh, this landing was the equivalent of flighty, carrying 70 kilos of used grenades on the back on a steep mountain. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> as we went down. You okay? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish soon. Don't worry. All right, so um, flighty, how do we find you on uh, on Twitch and 
everywhere else? Uh, well, my uh, I am that flighty broad on Twitch and over on YouTube as well. Uh, you can also please talk to me on Twitter, THT flighty broad. And uh, I may actually. I was going to say that I'm going to stream a little bit, but I think I'm actually going to take tonight off and do a little prep work. Um, but I will be streaming uh, my uh, embroidery stuff tomorrow at around noon Central Standard Time. So if you want to come and hang out with me there, I will be available tomorrow as well. That is 6 p.m. British time. And um, yeah, because now we, now I work at your six hours ahead of me, aren't you? Yes. Excellent. All right. Well, Flighty, thank you so much for joining me for this pilot episode. Thank you for um, having me. Amsterdam. It's been much too Amsterdam. long. It has. I'm not sure uh, where we are. I think we landed on a... Well, that doesn't look very safe. I, I don't know why there is a uh, highway going across the runway, but it works apparently. Ooh, there we go. That oh, <laughs> that's a probably that's a very bad idea. <laughs> but yeah, this is... Uh, I'll get, I'll get to work on improving my landing, I think, from uh, for next time. Wonderful. Uh, and I'll try and work out what the brake button is, because it's not the button I thought it was, <laughs> which is uh, not a good idea. Mr. Wibble, who is Dutch, says next to the A5, probably. Also, uh, Annie, thank you so much for the gifted sub. Very, very kind. We're in a no parking zone. Okay, we better get moving. I, I turned the AI on. Uh, apparently, AI doesn't taxi things for you. So that's great. Um, but yeah. Thank you very much, Flighty. It was good meeting y'all. Good, good seeing y'all. And uh, thanks for having me.